Welcome to podcast hashtag towards digital. Today we have an amazing guest on our podcast, one who has ran a community of more than three thousand education entrepreneurs and is connected and hosted the Who is Who in education. The one who has helped hundreds and hundreds of school leaders to improve their school brand through his initiative, Edmogs. The one who has spoken from the major platforms and venues like ASOCAM or IIT. or even for department of information technology in indian government the product by his open source tech initiative has also got featured on the top 10 global product list in 2016 by none another than hack a day his book for parents and teachers how to help your kids think computationally is already getting a lot of praise by the intellectuals let's welcome the host of the learning curve a podcast that is already trending on the top of the charts and getting amazing testimonials by parents who want to prepare their children for the future to know more about him or to grab the free stuff by him that he offers to his audience you may please visit his website www.anupamkaushik.in without further ado let me welcome mr anupam kaushik Thank you, thank you, Vishal. I really appreciate. Here on Towards Digital, we talk about digital transformation, and we see you are helping parents to look into the future. What connections do you see between the future and digital transformation? Okay, sure. So, how I see this whole thing is, digital transformation was like prior to this whole thing, when when let's say in the first industrial revolution came. that time this was all done by that steam engine you know the steam engine was made and and the whole thing changed then the second revolution came when an electricity came and then third came when this uh, uh, electronics or the computers came so if you see majority of revolutions has been made by one single technology or maximum two or three and all the times businesses need to change or adapt and you know we humans usually think about adapting to the environment so we were thinking okay this change has happened now what we want to do so we were thinking about business transformation because till that time it was only about the top line and the bottom line and then gradually when you know things started going well people you know the the overall um availability of stuff was very good purchasing power improved for the people now they wanted something more and then luckily next thing came electricity and the other things came so ultimately it is all about adapting to the technology and this was till that time business transformation where we we were just thinking about improving the numbers but then gradually now as a human i was happy comparatively i was having all the bare minimums now i wanted a better quality of life so the the businesses started thinking how can we improve the life of people our customers and our employees and that way the the digital transformation came to the play you know most of the digital transformation is about how you can make experiences better if you go to any business uh, you know big business events today they will all talk about experiences they they now claim that ceo should not be chief executive officer it should be chief experience officer so and whenever you can kind of create better experiences your businesses will flourish 
so so digital transformations are more about how you can make better experiences but now this time we are on the verge of fourth industrial revolution you know in 2016 january klaus schwab told the world that yes we have arrived and we are on this verge of this revolution which human kind has ever never seen this thing ever before why because this time not 1 2 3 10 technologies it is almost like 30 35 different new technologies that has bombarded us and it is going to be very difficult for us to to really you know understand that how how this will shape the the future you know for example you heard about ai and ai is going to change a lot of things and then there were drones and there was big data and then there was blockchain and there was a lot of more things now all these things are going to make a lot of change so very soon even digital transformation will change its name it's still the business transformation only but this time it was experiences mattering and now something even newer thing comes where most of the technologies will be working about Uh, the thing so it will be a newer level of experiences probably i i do not have a new word for it but the way i am seeing this whole thing is that the future is changing and that ways digital transformation will also change because just imagine government of india is already working around a, a platform where drones will start distributing your you know um, the groceries or whatever amazon and all these big big companies are now actually waiting for this some of the um, announcements are also being made just think that this one thing only that drone thing will make a huge change in the total experience and and if you are talking about digital transformation don't you think this is a newer level of digital transformation so yeah. that way i'm seeing uh, this whole thing will will change and that is exactly i will try to tell the parents also that you see you have to understand this change is happening and that way you also have to prepare your children for this kind of a book cover thank you i hope i was able to answer as you say technology is changing our world rapidly yeah how do you see the future and how do you suggest people should work towards it so this is the the theory by cp snow the two culture theory where he was trying to tell that most of the people work on two extremes so because i am working on parenting side so i i see it or i try to apply it here and i see parents today take the future in in two segments either they are pushing their children too hard to adapt to newer kind of technology so you know uh, go to coding or go to this robotics do this that whatever like they can think of and usually they are people who were probably not able to do it at their um, times and now trying to do it or the the topest crest who is seeing that you know technology is making so much change and like if i will not teach them now how they are going to manage this whole you know big packet of information in in the later times so they they start pushing them hard in the um, you know earlier times and the other extreme is they say uh, you know kids will you know this the technology will spoil our kids creativity so we want to make them creative and we do not want to go with the technology so they kind of stripe it off them off from technology so like if they do not want. 
And this is I, uh, exactly what C.P. Snow was trying to say in the two culture theory that people go to extremes and they do not understand that there has to be a path which is optimizing both the needs. And for that they have to work and they usually do not work. And then it becomes very easy for them to, to you know, become a scapegoat for someone. Um, you know, big corporates are trying to woo you to buy their stuff and they try to tell you all the, the, the nonsense stuff and they, they tell you in a, in a way that you believe that, yes, it is true. So when I, whenever I'm trying to tell them that you have to get ready for future, first you need to understand what is, what, how you're actually seeing this whole uh, thing going. You know, I always tell them that start taking statistics or start seeing patterns. And with patterns, try to make associations of the point. You know, connect the dot is again a, a skill for future. So try to understand how the world is changing and how you can probably help your child to really prepare for future. Isn't it? So that way I always tell them that, okay, come on, let's say if you are thinking that thinking is the, the point mentioned in majority of these documents, let's say we have two, only two documents so far uh, who are authentic document for preparing for future. One is this uh, by, uh, you know, 21st century skills. It was done by um, Harvard School of Learning uh, Leadership. It was done in 2014 and they, they gave a set of things. So 4C came from there, you know, communication, collaborate. And then in 2016, World Economic Forum came with futuristic skills. Now the beauty is that all this has been said and done uh, almost like six years uh, now. Let's say, for example, one of the, the skills was global perspective in, in, in 21st century skills. And till today, how much or what exactly we are doing for our children to get prepared for the global perspective. Today you are working on digital transformation and you know this is helping people to you know, uh, close the gaps. So now you can really be working in a team where one person is from Israel, from some part of Switzerland and one from here and let's say another from Korea. Now if you are working in this kind of a team, and if you do not understand their culture, their cuisine, their history, geography, or the achievement of their countries, how in the hell you think that you will be able to lead them ever? Yeah. And just start thinking that history, geographies are underdogs in your school. And there is no space for them in college. I was fortunate enough that I went to IIFT to do a program into international marketing and, and I was able to get a different environment. But frankly, I was very different even in the beginning. And I never wanted to become an engineer and my all my cousins became engineer. And I, so you also write that test and I got a free seat and now you have to become an engineer and I became an engineer. But I never wanted to do engineering. So what I was doing all four years, I was reading Economist or the HBR and all those things. And I was not having money for that. So I went to Nehru place, buy that old one, that time, Economist was 52 rupees per week and I was not having that time with that money. So, so I usually buy that three months, six months old um, things. He will cut the cover and give these things to us and see, we will buy at least six or seven of those and uh, let's say another two, three HVRs and, and we'll come back. And then I will be reading all the time. So like when I was in my engineering, I could tell you like what was 
IRA doing or what was Hamas doing and what is happening in the Middle East and the, the Southeast Asia and like all those things I can tell. But the, the only thing that I cannot tell is electrical engineering. That was my subject. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is the issue that even today, like I became an engineer, I started selling this. But today what I'm doing, actually I'm doing the same, which was, what was my passion, you know. So why I have to mender for that 14, 15 years to come to this place. Just imagine if I would have started this whole thing the moment I have come out of my college. So it, it would have been a very different journey. So what I try to tell people that you are pushing your children, you are thinking that the future in some way, just start talking to your children, they know actually better than you. They will start giving you cues also and they will start giving you statistics also and then you deny. You know that denial Parents are behaving that way. They, they know the stuff. It's not that they do not know. But they deny it. And they believe that that's the issue. You have recently started the learning curve. Why have you started it? And how do you see it creating an impact in the coming times? Learning curve is kind of a dream project for me. And um, I may have to tell you a little about my, my own story to, to let you really understand why this is so important for me. It was around like uh, 2014 probably and uh, so my, my daughter got an injury and uh, injury in the knee and we were in Gurgaon again and she so we went to Medanta and she got a surgery and doctors told us you cannot send her to school at least for a year because if, if she gets the injuries at the same place again it can be fatal. So obviously like she was three and a half then and you can understand that we have to send her to school. That was a kind of a right time. And uh, so then I realized that like, I hardly understand what will we do now. So me and my wife kind of consulted, you know, with each other and discussed it with each other and, and thought we have to prepare her uh, ourselves. And so we started learning. We started reading Waldorf or Reggio or Montessori and you know in, in, in a month's time we kind of went through all the content and like I can give that time uh, let's say a two-hour lecture to anyone on any of the topics but do I understand it hardly anything <laughs> so when I understood this that I do not understand anything the one thing I have learned is join a community I was not finding a community so I launched my own community with the name of Shuknik and even Shuknik at that point of time was featured in some of the websites and magazines. What I was trying to do, I was trying to find people like me who were having the same issues and trying to work with the, the children to make them really ready for the future. But very soon I realized I was not understanding, like I was not ready for this because myself I was not knowing much. So I thought like I have this Shuknik has to hold because I need to learn. So then I started a new community, Education for Tomorrow, where I was trying to learn myself. So the motto was to learn because there was no community available over there that was working on innovation in education. So that way I have to launch. And then when I launched it, uh, this was a huge experience. 
people started coming you know all sort of people maybe like ngo people or experts or um, university chancellors or um, school leaders and a lot of entrepreneurs in education and you see like this became a very kind of a rage like for straight two years i was doing almost every month a event uh, straight almost like 23 24 events i did very soon when when the co-working spaces realized that this guy has a uh, you know traction for entrepreneurs so they started offering me places for free oh you come here we will offer you everything and you you know that was fairly a, a newer time for co-working spaces um, here in delhi so but then it was good because now i do not even have to ask for money for ticket or because otherwise prior to this i was doing it for uh, let's say a cafe cafe day or some those kind of places so where everybody has to buy their coffee now i do not even have to do that so these are free events and you know some some people you know the biggies of the space were um, coming and speaking in my events so like people from khan academy or edx or you know, those sort of people started coming most of the entrepreneurs were telling you know why don't you talk to these uh, schools because they are not buying innovation they they try to buy generic stuff the information that was given to me by these guys was that these school leaders are eight headed monsters dumbs and this and that and all the the wrong things about them but then when when I, uh, in 2017 january i actually started working with the school leaders i realized that yes probably some part these guys were right the entrepreneurs but i met really amazing people almost like all the the, the school leaders that i have met so far almost 13 to 14% people they were really amazing people so super duper innovative guys so prior to that i was thinking that there is no innovation in the the education space but after meeting them i realized that what i was lacking i really learned a lot from these school leaders so that was i started edmonks to start focusing over there by september of 2017 with that thing now it has already become 2020 and uh, i realized in january that yes now i have enough of the the understanding that uh, you know what parents should do so probably i should now start working with the parents but by that time edmonks started growing already so so i thought let's say parenting community will come next year i will still work on the the entrepreneurship space this um, uh, school education space but then came the pandemic so i realized that even divine wants me to start the parenting thing just after that i when this this whole thing the pandemic started another pandemic started of webinars among the 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 school leaders so like everybody was inviting me come on you come over uh, Uh, our webinar and speak and i said i i point blank decline no i will not speak in any of the webinar because i am thinking i am introspecting i am making deliberations and discussions to understand how i will kind of put the things right for the parents so it took around, around like 3 4 months uh, to kind of get these things fixed and then i started developing the the structure so so it's now like almost 6 months and now i'm i'm launching uh, it so very recently like around a month back we started our first thing which is podcast so the learning curve is a podcast the initiative is learning curve initiative so there will be many things in learning curve initiative one of the thing is the learning curve podcast which is a podcast focused on parents how they can really prepare their children for future 
and i believe per se it is focused on uh, children or parents otherwise this content will be equally good for anyone uh, beat youth or beat anyone this will help anybody whoever is trying to get ready for future similar ways we have uh, around two days ago we have launched parents learning curve which is a facebook community it's a free thing and we'll be doing a lot of stuff already people are very excited uh, on the very first day we hit 50 members and like um, i have another 2 200 um, uh, us to join that way this is the second thing so we'll be actually going step by step and it will be growing very slow so we, we are not in hurry that we have to go 10000 20000 people no it's not that way so once we will reach 1000 we will be doing certain kind of things and probably that time we will even stop taking more people we'll do the first phase and then whatever we learn then we will again take some of the people and then try the second phase and the third phase so it's it's more like a, a three months duration up to march we will be doing just testing and iterating to understand how we can actually help in the real way the parents this that's why this is so connected to me because this is something that i have started for my daughter now exactly i will tell what i'm trying to do in this whole uh, initiative so what i found that schools have some some good things and some bad things um, very very less good thing but majority of the bad things and homeschooling has fairly good things a lot of good things but some very bad things so i wanted to create a new kind of solution um, for let's say the education of the the children that will be having the good stuff of both the sides and will minimize the bad stuff from either of the side so i'm trying to create a newer kind of um, probably let's say the school of new times which uh, will be a mix of uh, you know the way you are doing digital transformation so there will be a a, a lot of digital transformation involved in today's but a lot of physical involvement will also be there. So it's kind of a physical environment that Edition. I'm trying to create for the, the future as this way. Yeah, so that's the, the whole idea. That, that was a fantastic journey. I've also gone through your book and I found you wrote a lot about how your daughter inspired you to develop new games for her. And eventually you wrote that book. Tell us some more uh, about that. That was a very lovely I am a fan of John Holt and like I will recommend this book to anyone who is actually trying to work in the education space and trying to work with the, the children. So John Holt wrote his entire book on the basis of his own, you know, um, um, observing his own children. And you know, uh, there are two books, the name of the books are How Children Fail and uh, How it is similar how children succeed probably i'm not recalling the, the there is a just little difference so how children fail you search and then you'll get the other one also that's exactly happened with me also my daughter is not that good on maths per se um, you know in, in, in the initial times so um, when she was like five or six and she was not very happy to go for maths so she was good on language so english she was very happy and you know sciences he was those sort of things different sort of things she was willing to kind of go through but the moment it was about maths or basic writing of one two three things i was finding observing some issue and when she grew up even more and became 
like more and more issues so when she was six i realized that i have to do something now otherwise she was not willing to listen to that math side at all so i started doing research and started creating some mathematical games for her and all of a sudden she started liking this thing and very soon i realized that she said if you are giving me those games then only i am doing maths so the maths will be done in games only otherwise i will not do maths and like okay. <laughs> i cannot create every day you, you see <laughs> new new games it's quite a time taking process but yeah. but you know the child the child is a child and <laughs> you cannot say anything to her so um, i started working on it and um, at in one day i was talking to my mentor uh, professor mm pan and i was talking about this whole issue and he told me that oh anupam don't you know you are developing computational thinking in her and by then she was probably like 7 uh, probably humans has a specific tendency so they try to correlate any new thing with whatever is known to them so when you say computational thinking i believe oh i know it all so yeah computers related thing so i also thought computational thinking really and i said no i don't understand what is computational thinking and and he said see you you should go out there and do the research and you will realize that you are exactly doing this work and then i went back and i did the research and i told him oh this is amazing i am already liking it and i started going through all the content about the computational thinking and then then he told me that uh, you should write a book and that at that point of time i was actually you know scouting for doing a phd because nobody was taking me seriously in the education space so i thought like putting a doctor in my name will will make a lot of difference <laughs> so um, uh, and then he said oh, come on don't go for phd phd is a oldies thing now now today's trend is write books so why don't you write a book about it and i said you cannot believe i felt writing a book was much more tough than getting a phd <laughs> so i said like i cannot do <laughs> writing a book but he pushed me he pushed me hard and and you know 8 months of procrastination and 1 month of solid work and my book was ready and that way this has given me a you know a lot of accolades and networking and i i strongly recommend everyone like even you if you are working in the digital transformation space the first thing you should do write a book on digital transformation it can exactly. be a small book also let's say a a 30 50 60 page uh, ebook also but some real good content and this will make a hell lot of difference for people who are your followers or listening to your idea because that way you become more authentic you see author equals to authenticity yeah what a nice correlation thank yeah. you right so so sir how do you plan to take it all forward now as i was telling you um, the the idea is that we will be putting uh, things one after other so the first thing we have started a podcast, podcast. The, yes. the the learning curve people can go on my website and can listen to it and that was now when they started listening they were coming back to me oh anupam this was amazing this was this that and then we they wanted something more and so you as a person in this kind of a uh, digital environment you need to make sure that the next experience is ready so i was already working for this so we have launched this thing so this will run for a while and then we will probably in around april we will launch our next 
products or next tools at at this side what we are trying to do for parents majority of the part will be free so it will be like a, a freemium kind of environment where we will put the maximum of the things free on the other hand what i'm trying to do is the small indian businesses they always get a challenge from the large businesses international businesses with deep pockets and they are not having the you know deep pockets to go and promote their product into the b2c environment because b2c is like burning the cash i wanted to use this community as a platform also so what i'm also going to do for parents is i will be actually working on their behalf to find out good products on a economic price and then i will kind of introduce so that ways i will also be helping the other side of the spectrum and that ways this money will still remain in this uh, economy only so because otherwise the big corporates they are they are taking the money out in the name of management fee and you know a lot of money is going out of our economy so if we can somehow help the the local businesses and uh, find out who are doing uh, innovative stuff it can also help big way to the overall system so so that's the thought right now that how we can create a school sort of environment and how we can collaborate with those businesses within india indigenous innovation kind of products that are already doing something good and that, uh, who can kind of provide these things to our audience digital kind of uh, school that we are trying to create it's it's more not like a school it's more like a a platform uh, per se that i'm trying to make wow <laughs> awesome amazing amazing so thank you for taking out time and thank you for sharing all this with us i will definitely start looking at uh, writing the book on digital transformation taking the inspiration from you what you have said and there were so many things to learn i mean we went from so many great authors talking about how they go about explaining how the challenge pass and how children fail i have never come across so deep theories that i i was even not sure that such kind of thing exist so yes i i think so it has been so much valuable that you have been able to bring a lot and it's all from your personal experience because you had to train your daughter because you had to do everything for her you you already have something that that is solving a problem i wish you all the best for your dream project the learning curve and i hope it keeps on topping the charts the the podcast and and it can take more heights yeah and and the same uh, kind of uh, wishes to you also you are also doing a wonderful work here in this small niche of digital transformation and i wish you the same your podcast should also go and top the charts and uh, you see um, when when you hit the right nail uh, people will come to you Yes. so so i i'm i'm really seeing the way you are working hard to that particular one thing i really appreciate thank you thank and you thank so you, much thank sir. you vishal thank thank, thank you, you.